Are you a photographer looking to build a five or six figure business that has both time and financial freedom? Maybe you're struggling to get clients on your books that don't know what to do to bring in your next lead. Maybe you're frustrated with social media because you see it working for other photographers, but you aren't seeing any results. Maybe you're an established photographer with a solid client base, but you're looking to go next level. The truth is that taking pretty pictures just isn't enough anymore. In order to build that dream career as a photographer that you had when you first got into this industry, it's going to take a toolkit of business skills, marketing strategies, and accountability. Hi, I'm Brooke Jefferson, a lifestyle photographer, marketing strategist, and business coach for photographers. Welcome to the Book More Clients Photography Podcast, where I share tried and true marketing strategies, interview other photographers and experts, and pull back the curtain on what it really takes to be the go-to photographer in your specialty. My goal is to help you turn your business both profitable and purposeful. If you're ready, let's jump on into today's show. Okay, welcome back to the Book More Clients Photography Podcast. Today, I am going to be interviewing and discussing with Danielle Gagnon. Uh, She actually came into the Blueprint program and did a really in-depth training for us in there all about SEO and Google My Business. So you guys are going to get a little taste of kind of some of the things that we talked about. And I know for photographers, one of the things you guys are always wanting to know are marketing tips and tricks. And so that's why we're really going to hone in today on a little bit of SEO, but mainly why using Google My Business is something you should be doing and why that's important. And then your action steps for today, we're going to give you some of those as well so that you won't just listen to this and say, yeah, that sounds really good. We want you to go take action. So Danielle, welcome to the show. And will you take just a minute and introduce yourself to the listeners. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited uh, to chat with you again. I am a search engine optimization specialist. I have been working in SEO now in some capacity since about 2014 when I first learned about it while running my own blog. And today in my business, I primarily work with local-based businesses. So businesses typically service-based serving a specific local area, much like a photographer typically is. I love working with that kind of business because I have seen firsthand the impact that SEO and you know local search can have on a business like that. I mean, when you think about what you do, if you need photographer, if you need any other service provider, a roofer, a contractor, whatever it may be, unless you already know someone, you're typically heading to Google. And so it's just so critically important for service-based businesses in a local area to really be leveraging the power of Google. Okay. I love that. And that literally is the perfect way to segue into my question for you. And the question that I hear a lot of photographers ask all the time is, how do I start showing up in these local searches? How do I get my name there? So I'd love for you to kind of walk us through that. How do we start getting our photography businesses to show up in those local searches? Yeah. So, I mean, there's obviously tons of different SEO strategies out there that you can use. And I mean, at a super basic level, making sure that you are talking about your location on your website is like very, very basic first step. You would be surprised though, how many people barely mention their location or the area they serve 
at all. So I always like to mention that first before we jump into the other stuff. Cause a lot of times when I like first get into a client site um, or I'm auditing a site for someone, I'm like, uh, you only mentioned your town like one time and it was hidden away on a contact page. Nobody knows who you serve. Google doesn't know who you serve and where you work. So making sure that you have that at a basic level is super important. And then from there for local search, Google My Business is especially key. If you've ever done a local search, which I'm sure everyone has. So again, looking for a business in your local area, you've probably seen a fairly standard search results where at the very top, there's a little map portion. And then it's typically three business listings underneath the map. That is what's called Google's three pack. And it is like prime real estate. If you can get your business in that three pack, you are going to transform the way you generate leads. You are just going to naturally get leads from Google very consistently. And so the way to get there is really through optimizing Google My Business. I guess I should explain what Google My Business is for anybody who doesn't <laughs> who doesn't totally know. Um, it's basically just a business directory from Google where you can you know link your website, share about your business. It's where people leave Google reviews and where you can leave like information about your hours, your location, your services, all of that stuff. And it's so so important for local search because in addition to your website, it's one of the key places that Google looks when they're trying to find local businesses to match with people people's searches. It's also what gets your business on Google Maps. So it's all around just really, really important if you want to show up higher in those local searches and get more clicks from search engines and get more leads, which we all want, right? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I think that's what everybody has their hand raised. That's definitely what we want. So for me, and I'll just, you know, I've had Google My Business now for maybe two years. I really don't think it's been too long, but it's been long enough where I've had it. And I think that it works wonders. I get a report, you know, that says your business was searched this many times on Google and your name popped up and this many people saw it. And so I love that it's another place for us to have analytics because when Mm -hmm. it comes to social media, it's really hard to be like, Hey, this many people visited, you know, your webpage. And even when they do, right? It's still not as accurate. And so I love having that place. And the difference too, between social media, Google websites, all the things is there's certain platforms that people are like more primed to buy more primed to book. And that is the people that are going to Google and Pinterest and all these other places looking for a solution. Whereas social media, we're kind of like window shopping for like everybody's just window shopping. And then occasionally you'll get sucked in and buy something from social media. But to me, that's at least my experience with it. So I would love to hear maybe your perspective on that. And then also, how do we even get started on Google My Business? Yeah, no, I'm glad you brought that up because I was literally going to say that exact thing. Like obviously social media is very important, especially in a business like photography, which is so visual. You want to have your work out there, of course. And it's going to help drive leads too, certainly as you grow your following, especially. But I do think that you are completely accurate that I think, especially on something like Instagram, you'll get leads from there. But a lot of times people are just sort of looking, maybe they're getting inspiration for a shoot. Maybe they just like looking at like beautiful photos. So it helps build that brand awareness so that when someone does need photos, they're more likely to come to you. But definitely when someone is specifically looking in Google for a photographer, they are 
much more likely to be like in buying mode, in research and comparing mode where they're like specifically trying to find someone to hire. So I 100% agree. I've had clients who, you know, they have huge Instagram followings, but they're still not really getting consistent leads. And when we start implementing SEO and, you know, optimizing their Google, my business, that is really when they start driving those consistent leads where they're, you know, getting emails in their inbox every day with new possible clients, instead of having to like constantly be working for those leads. So it's, it's really, really powerful. Yeah. Real quick. Cause I know we're about to dive into how to get Google, my business, but really quickly, I kind of want to circle this back because we're now by the time this airs halfway through the year and what I said at the beginning of the year, the very first episode I released on this podcast was the basically four trends that you need to jump on, four things that you have to have in your business. And one of those is now a website. So before website, and maybe this was never optional, but I could see some people used to get by with this a lot easier. But now that everybody and their mom is online, I think that it is so crucial to have a website, a home base, something that's yours, something where you can build up this SEO. But the next best thing to that also, and it ties in beautifully with Google My Business, but let's just say you're brand new on the market. Okay. You just opened your business within the last 12 months maybe your funds are going toward other things and not a website. Okay. But you can at least start here with Google, my business, but I just want you guys to see how I have been very intentional about the topics, interviews, solo episodes, all the things on this podcast this year, because every single one of them falls into one of the four buckets that I had announced on January 1st. So I just wanted to really show you guys the full circle of why we're talking about Google My Business. And this is something that you guys need. If you want more local people finding you, and I know you do because you guys post this in the group all the time, then I want y'all to listen up and do what Danielle's about to walk you through. Okay. All right, Danielle, back to you. (laughs) No, I love that point that you brought up. And I think it's a really good reminder for people that if you are not at the stage yet where you have a website, and I agree that websites are super important, of course. Um, But if you're not at that stage yet, at least doing Google My Business lets you rank in those local searches. It's going to be super hard to get like your Instagram profile or your Facebook page to rank in Google search. It's just not as likely to show up. But if you at least have a Google My Business uh, listing, then you can start showing up in those searches even before you have a website. So I'm super, super glad you mentioned that. So, okay. In terms of like actually getting started with Google My Business, you first, you got to go to Google My Business. Um, you, you want to claim an account. So this is really, really important. You can set up a Google My Business listing, but you have to actually go through a process to claim your business and verify it. It's a little old fashioned. They literally send you a postcard in the mail in order to verify your account. And so that's like the most important first step to make sure that your listing is actually appearing at all, going through that process of claiming it and then verifying it via postcard. Um, I always like to mention this to people because a lot of times people work out of their homes um, and they get nervous thinking they have to like put their home address on Google. You don't have, you have to give your address to Google to send you the postcard, but it does not have to be listed publicly if you're working out of your home. So don't worry about that. Um, From there, it's really about setting up your account really strategically. So when you go into Google My Business, there's all different fields and information that you can fill out about your business. 
obviously your business name. Um, if you have a website, you'll want to put that in there, of course. Um, things like the hours that you work, the location that you work in. If you serve a specific town or a few towns, you can list those out. Any information that you might have about like accommodations or safety things that's probably not super applicable to photographers, but maybe earlier this year, if there were like COVID restrictions going on, um, you might have information about that. And then you get to describe your business. You get about 300 words, I believe, to describe your business. And you can write up and describe services. So for example, if you were a photographer who did like maternity photography, newborn photography, and family photography, you can describe all three of those services. And something that's really important when you are filling out your profile is to make sure that you do a little bit of research, even if it's just within Google, to figure out what people are searching for. So this is like basic stuff that I talk about when I'm talking more generally about search engine optimization, and it's called keyword research. So it's literally figuring out what people are typing into Google when they are searching for a business like yours. And it's really important to do some of that because you want to use those same words and phrases in your Google My Business listing. So when you're describing your business, when you're describing your services, you want to use those words that people are searching for. So for example, I live in Manchester, New Hampshire. Um, if I was going to, I've done this before, actually, if I was going to look for a newborn photographer in my area, I would probably search for newborn photographer in Manchester, New Hampshire. But knowing that, knowing the terms that people are looking for is how you're able to then best optimize that Google My Business listing to show up in those searches. So a really simple way to do a little bit of keyword research without needing any fancy tools is to literally go into Google, start typing a phrase that you think people might search for. Like just think about how you would search for your business or a service like you offer. And Google is going to pop up a predictive search box. We've probably all seen this. You start typing and Google gives us a drop down of suggested searches. Those suggested searches are all based on what other people have searched for. So it's a really simple way to get an, you know, at least a basic understanding of the words and phrases people are using when they're searching for a business like yours. And then, like I said, you can just start using those in your business description, in your services. So instead of just calling your service uh, newborn photography, you could call your service Manchester newborn photography or something like that. And simple tweaks like that can really impact how your business shows up in those local search results. Yeah. So one thing that I want to point out here too is I love that you're talking about keywords and where I think a lot of people go wrong is they try to use a lot of industry lingo. Now you and I have had this conversation too on the side uh, where we want to get, you know, storytelling, emotive photographer. Okay. But your client has absolutely no idea what that means. Like sure. They might want that, but they don't even really know what they want. So make sure that you guys are using very basic terminology. Um, so again, like it's as simple as your location and the type of photography that you specialize in. Nine times out of 10, I bet you could do it forwards and backwards and that be enough for you mm -hmm. to get found. Another interesting tip here that I have found is not everybody knows the term maternity photographer, which I know is crazy, but it's true. And so if you will make sure that you're using the word pregnancy somewhere in your, if that's what you offer somewhere in your listing, that's going 
going to help you get found too. I know that sounds crazy and so elementary, but again, you've got to pretend like what would the five-year-old type in if they were searching for my type of business? So I just wanted to throw a couple of those tips out there as well. Leave the fluffy stuff out, put that on your website if you want to, but leave it out in a Google my business listing. Cause it's not, I promise you, no one is like, I want a storytelling emotive photographer. They don't really know that that's what they want. So <laughs> yes, no, that's really, really good advice and a very common mistake that people make because obviously, yeah, we want to talk about our businesses in, you know, the way we want to present ourselves and we, everybody has their own style and everybody's really proud of their style and their work. And there's 100% a place for that. Uh, but it's just not Google my business. <laughs> And so, I mean, on the other side, once you've done that research and you're sort of, you've optimized the more descriptive parts of your listing, then it's really just about making sure that you are keeping your listing updated. So you can add images. So for a photographer, this is very, very important to add images right from the start, but then also consistently add to them. So as you have a new shoot, or if you share like a blog post from a recent client, adding a few images to your listing or linking the blog post in a Google My Business post, all of those things just help your listing stay active. It helps Google see that you are active. And Google is much more likely to push a very active business to the top of search results. Because at the end of the day, Google wants its users to be happy. It doesn't want to send searchers to a business that's like not actually worked since, you know, 2016. They want to know that there's someone actively working on the business who's very engaged. And so making sure that you're consistently adding and updating your listing, whether it's adding images or posts, or even just things like if you change your phone number, don't forget to change it on Google My Business. If you move locations, I run into that with clients all the time where they've changed locations and forgotten to update it on Google My Business. And that one is like not super great for when you're trying to reach people at your new location, but it also confuses Google if you have different addresses and different locations in different places, and it can hurt your ability to rank higher in those local searches. So keeping it updated giving yourself like a time every month that you're going in there and adding to it is, you know, best practice for sure. Like just put it on your calendar. Lots of people have like CEO days where they're like things they have to do for their business every month. Add that to your list. Keep your Google My Business listing updated and just, you know, make sure you make it a habit. I'm glad that you brought that up because at first I was like, Oh, Danielle, one more place that we have to be that we have to update and you know, but again, guys, we're talking like once a month, maybe twice a month, like just do a photo dump, like keep your best images that you took from the previous month, dump them into a little folder, go rename all of those pictures, which this is another SEO thing that I learned from Danielle. But if you'll rename them, to some of your keywords, they'll pop up or describe. So rename it to like, um, I don't know, Manchester newborn photography session or baby, I don't know, something newborn sleeping baby yeah. in Manchester, you know, something like that. That way you're telling Google, you're describing what the image looks like because SEO guys is literally those little bots that are reading the words, trying to figure out what you're talking about. 
not overly complicated, very simple, and then just update it every single month. Now, I'll be honest with you guys, I still rank pretty well. Um, and I am not by any means on a monthly rotation quite yet. I'm trying to get there all the things right. Um, but it would be the easiest thing just to add it, you know, maybe it's something you do the last Friday of every month, you just go and you and you refresh it. And that just keeps you active. And it just shows Google that you are active, you are actively working the business. Here's the new stuff. Um, and almost every time I change my images, I have a lot of views and it's almost like Google pushes you because they want to get people in your local area to see those images. It's crazy, but it works. So um, this is not a social media channel where you need to be there and managing it every single day. But I do want to lead into to one other thing. And that is let's chat reviews. So hmm. I teach them that reviews are very important. And I, and I believe that I think that consumers now are wanting to read reviews before they are buying anything. I know I do, especially for Amazon purchases. I'm not yes. going to buy that swimsuit or that piece of furniture until I see like, you know, 2000 reviews on it. So with all that being said, I have had my clients stop leaving reviews on social media. I mean, they still will, but my number one place is my Google, my business. That is where I send my clients. So tell us about reviews and Google, my business. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yes. Reviews are so, so important. And, and it's because you're exactly right. People rely on reviews to help make their buying decisions. I don't remember the exact stat now, but there was um, a study done about reviews and it was something like, um, oh, actually, hold on. I have it in my notes. Here we go. 97% um, of people said customer reviews factor into their buying decisions. So, I mean, that just goes to show how incredibly important they are. And when it comes to a business like a photographer, where you're going to be engaging with someone family potentially like holding their newborn baby, right? They want to know that the, not only that your work is, is good and that you're a talented photographer, but also that it, you're nice to work with. They want to see what people's experiences have been. And so it's really, really important and reviews specifically Google reviews factor into how you show up in local searches as well. If you've ever done a local search and you've seen those businesses that show up in that local three pack, not always, but typically they have a good amount of reviews and high star rating. Every once in a while, you'll see a business sink in there where you're like, why are you there? You have like one review. Um, but usually uh, the businesses that show up higher in search results are those um, that, again, are active. And that includes are getting reviews and are also engaging with reviews. So one of the tips that I like to say to people is to respond to your reviews, negative and positive. If it, you get a positive review, just write a simple like, thank you. It was so great to work with you. Something as simple as that. A negative review obviously is a little bit trickier in terms of how to respond, but it's really important that you do respond so that it doesn't necessarily hurt your overall impression when someone comes to look at your reviews. If they see a negative review and you've responded really politely to it, trying to help the person or, you know, trying to make the situation better, then they're still going to get a really good impression of you. Even if you do have a couple reviews from just like negative customer, you know, everybody has those situations where a client just doesn't work out. And so it's really, really important that you one, put effort into getting more reviews and two, that you are actively engaging with them. 
Okay. So one thing that I want to help with, cause I am going to actually do this in my own business. So I've done this before. I've done basically a giveaway to my prior clients who will go leave me a review. Sometimes they just need a little incentive. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. That's what we're going to give them. So this is just for those of you that are like, I have worked with clients. Maybe it's been five people. Maybe it's been, you know, you've been in business for two years. I don't know. Maybe you're like me and you've been in business for almost eight years and you have all these reviews over on another platform, but you really want to get those moved on over to Google. So here's what I am going to do. And I'll probably do this in the next couple of weeks. I will either a send an email out to all of my past clients, or I'm probably just going to post this in my Facebook group as well. That has all my clients in it. And I will give away a session credit. Hear me out. I didn't say a free session. I didn't say you had to work for free. Um, but just giving away a hundred dollar session credit towards to working with me in the future. And I know somebody is going to, they're going to go crazy over this because they're thinking about fall pictures right now, which is so funny. We're in the, you know, almost summer and they're thinking about fall pictures. So all that to be said, that is a really good way for you to build up reviews. And that way you can go from having zero or you know, one or two to having, you know, a handful or two handfuls. So that's something that I'm going to be doing. If you guys want to do that, please steal that strategy. It does help you. And what better place than for you to go start up your Google My Business now so that you can turn around and do this review giveaway is is what I would say. So I'm excited to do that too, because I know that they matter and I need more people Mm -hmm. to go leave me one on Google. (laughs) I love that idea. I think that's awesome. And I've seen businesses do that too. And it it can work really, really well. And the other thing that I would recommend to people is once you have your Google My Business set up, if you're not doing this already, make sure that asking for reviews is just part of your normal like customer journey, right? After you deliver the work to them and they've told you like how amazing the pictures are, just make it part of the process to then ask them for a review. And you can be super honest, whether this is like in an email to a client or even on social media, just tell people how much reviews really matter. Most people, if they've had a good experience with your business, they want to support you. They want your business to succeed and they're happy to share their thoughts. They just, people don't often think of it on their own, right? Unless they're like super angry about something and then they think to go leave a review. Um, But when it comes to positive ones, they just need that prompt. They need to be asked. And so just making it part of that normal process and telling people like, this has a really profound impact on my business and my ability to get more clients. And I would so appreciate it if you would write a review about your experience, something as simple like that as that can really help more consistently get those reviews from clients. Absolutely. I I think that's awesome. Reviews are really, really helpful for your business. Google My Business is really helpful for your business. I hope that you guys are ready to take action. Um, And I would say, you know, here's your little action checklist here. A, go register your business on Google My Business like today, maybe tomorrow if you don't have time Mm -hmm. today, but do it as soon as possible. Guys, you can have it up in five minutes. I mean, it is that Mm -hmm. fast. And then you just have to wait to get it verified. That's the only thing there. Um, And then go obviously add your images, make sure you're adding in all these tips that Danielle went over. And then number three, go do that review giveaway. And then just say that you're going to give it a week or two to let everybody have an opportunity to find the time to do it. And then you're going to draw a winner on this date and announce it and give a session credit away. I promise you will get reviews. Even if, and I always say this, I, I know I get this answer. It's like I'm in your brain. I know I always get this question. 
But what do I do if I've never even had a paid session? You've still had people work with you and they can talk about the experience. And it's not about a monetary thing. So I'm talking mm-hmm. anybody, even if it was a model call that you did, guys, go ask those people to leave you a review. In fact, that should have been one of the very things uh, that was in that little contract and agreement for a model call. So um, I have two podcast episodes that just popped up that would be great for you to listen to after this one. One is all about how to run the model call. And I literally tell you everything that you need to know. And then the other one is the one where I am talking about the gallery hosting platform I just switched to. It's just a few episodes back. In there, we talk about how to get those reviews directly while your client is looking at their gallery and they're excited and they're ready to share about you. Okay. So those are the two that I want to link back to. All right, Danielle, how do we want to end the Google My Business conversation? (laughs) Good question. Now, I think, I think it just goes back to understanding that if you want to have consistent leads and when I say consistent leads, I mean like ones that you're not having to even put that much effort into getting right. We can all spend lots of time on social media and get leads that way. But if you want consistent leads that you are not like actively having to go seek out, um, then Google My Business, SEO in general, um, are going to be really, really critical tools for getting you to show up on that first page of Google. Something that I always like to say to people to sort of send the message home, 75% of people never go past the first page of Google search results. So if you are not on that first page in some capacity, whether it's in that map section or, you know, just on the standard search results, you could be missing out on 75% of leads. That is a massive amount of people who may never see that you exist. Um, so it's just so, so important to focus on, especially for a business like a photographer who is serving a local area, because that is just where people go when they need something like that. Yeah. And don't, don't get stuck in this mindset because I know some of you are like, why bother? Right? Like I live in an area with 200 plus photographers. Well, let me tell you, not all photographers are even registering their business on Google, my business. That's why I'm bringing this marketing strategy to you is because it does work and you're not going to wake up one day and magically find yourself on the first page of Google with some viral blog posts. Now that could happen, but probably not. Right. So if you don't start now and take those baby steps, I mean, what if a year from now you are on the first page of Google? What if Google does become your, I would say your second source, because typically for every photographer, I know word of mouth is huge, right? Yes. But what if that is your next highest revenue source is coming straight from Google My Business. So I don't want you guys to look at this as, you know, one big, I mean, just one bite at a time, guys, one bite at a time. So I want you guys to start this because showing up on social media is exhausting, right? And we're trying to give you marketing strategies that you can put into play that like Danielle said, is going to turn around and work for you. That's the goal. So Danielle, where can people find you and follow along with you online? I am most active on Instagram. So I'm at Danielle Gagnon underscore SEO. And that is really like the hub of all the things because I have all my links there, my bio. Um, So that is the place I would go uh, to connect with me and learn more about SEO. It's basically all I talk about. So 
<laughs> yes, she does. And if you are not one of the From Broke to Booked Blueprint students, I just want you to know that when you join the program, you're going to get a awesome lengthy training from Danielle. And she goes all over SEO and Google My Business and you get visual slides to follow along. So if that's something that interests you, just know that that's available to you inside of the program as well. Well, thank you so much, Danielle, for coming on today's show. I'm excited for all these photographers to get their businesses up on Google My Business, and we'll keep you posted. Thank you so much for having me. This was super fun. Hey, friend, I want to take just a minute and introduce you to the From Broke to Booked Blueprint program. This is my signature business framework that has been taught to over 100 photographers in the last two years that has completely transformed photography businesses across the globe. Yes, really, the globe. When you become a student of the Blueprint program, you are given immediate access to my framework that gives you the support and tools you need to run a profitable, purposeful, and sustainable photography business. This program covers everything from building the foundation of your business, including the legal aspects, contracts, finances, taxes, etc. We cover client experience from start to finish, pricing and packages, how to brand your business so you can stand out from competitors. I also teach over six unique organic marketing strategies that you can use to book more clients in your business, as well as so many other topics and bonuses. You can read up on all of the details at brookjefferson.com slash blueprint program. But my favorite part of the entire program is getting to connect with you all inside of a student-only Facebook group where we really dig deep into your individual business and watch your growth throughout the entire time. And did I mention you get all of this for lifetime access? I would love to be your biggest cheerleader in your photography business and help you hit the goals that you have set for yourself. Come join us at brookjefferson.com slash blueprint program. And as a podcast listener, don't forget that you can take $100 off the program using the code BOOKMORECLIENTS in all caps. I can't wait to see you inside.